0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. It is a little chilly here in the northeast corner of the world, but I kind of like it. We woke up to snow flurries this morning. I actually missed the flurries, but a little bit was left on the ground. And I'm just hoping that we have a wintery Christmas. That's what I really hope. I know some of my friends that are up here listening, and they know how we get storms. Winter storms are probably like, shut up, Colleen. Don't say that. But I would love some nice winter storms this winter. I can tell you that. Okay. We have the full moon in Gemini on Monday. It really, you know, is in the middle of the night, so we really felt it Sunday. Even Saturday, we felt a little bit. And then Monday, Mercury, Gemini's sign, Gemini's planet, squared Neptune. So it kind of added... To the funk of this full moon. Now, if you want to know a little bit more details on Monday's full moon, go back to last week's episode. I definitely talked about all of the good deets, the important deets of this moon. And now I got some stories, guys, because, you know, I have a lot of Mercury placements about how this moon showed up in my life. And it's pretty funny. There are some funny stories, honestly, very spacey, you know, kind of Sagittarius Gemini things. But this is what we're going to talk about also with the transits this week. It's a lighter week, Really, nothing major until Friday, and that's Mercury's moving into Capricorn. Then on Saturday, Mercury sextiles Saturn, so that's making a promise. That's a nice transit, a sextile. Sunday the 3rd, Venus moves out of Libra into Scorpio, and when that happens, though, it squares Capricorn. It squares Pluto in Capricorn, so we're going to talk about that, but that's really all that is happening, okay? So, guys... The full moon, of course, I got a Gemini-Mercury, Gemini-full moon. I got two Virgo placements. So when we had the moon in Gemini, everything, the sun, okay, Mercury was still there. The sun, Mercury, Mars was going opposite in Sagittarius. So if you remember last week's episode, a lot of spaciness, especially for my mutable planets. So for me, all Sunday, Monday was just, I was a total space cadet, you know, in the most Gemini way, moving around, doing these things. However, let me just tell you the story. So one of the funniest things and the best story, and I go to Wawa with my son, my older son, Abram, on Sunday morning. We run into, of course, because I said it's gonna feel a little Mercury retrograde, to one of my neighbors. And this neighbor has a bunch of kids. Two of them are twin girls in my son's grade. And right away, I was embarrassing to him when I was talking to them. And he's like, you're so embarrassing. Oh my God, you're so embarrassing. And then this guy to the left of me, I say to my son, well, I don't know how to be anything else but me. So you're gonna have to get used to it. And this guy beside me, this older gentleman, was like, yeah, I like that. You know, and then we kind of got into this conversation about how people who are authentically them, no matter how it's presented, and when you're authentic, you're going to disturb some people and enlighten others. I said, we're the true, like, gems of the world. And he was like, yeah, I love that. I got him pumped up. He was like, thank you so much for saying that. I appreciate that. I said, seriously, I said, most people in this world do not know how to walk authentically and just be within themselves and just be who they are because they're so afraid of judgment I said so those of us who are characters that's my you know those are my favorite type of people and who are just them freely that's you know we're the gems of the world and so I was getting to the point I was very distracted talking all over the place very which is a very Gemini and the Sagittarius vibe brings the scattered all over the place kind of vibe I ordered a coffee at Wawa go and they make it behind the counter and I just grab the coffee and I leave. I even went and got gas at Wawa, and then my son and I are driving 10 minutes down the road, and I'm like, wait a second, this isn't a cappuccino. (laughs) This is some sugary, delicious thing ever, and I look down, and it says, to-go order for Holly. So if Holly's listening, if I have any Holly's, or you have a friend that's named Holly who was complaining on Sunday how someone stole her coffee, And she ended up with some flavorless coffee. I'm sorry. I will buy you a coffee. Come find me. Because I I was cracking up about that. She's probably telling someone, I can't believe someone stole my coffee. Meanwhile, I was sipping it. And let me tell you, this was the most sugary concoction you could ever have imagined. I mean, it had coffee. And then it had whipped cream. It had cold cream foam. It had coffee. It had caramel syrup, it had caramel flavoring, it had some other crazy syrup. I'm like, this is crazy. It was so sugary and delicious. I've never had something like it that I did not notice, plus the full moon being spacey, for a solid 10 minutes, maybe even more, that I was drinking someone else's coffee at all. And it it could not be so far opposite. I get three shots of espresso, you know, cappuccino, 2% milk, extra shot. So it's three shots of espresso, no sugar, nothing else added to it. And here I was drinking that delicious. So that was hilarious. My son got a real kick out of that. Um, a couple other... Cra- I got wax in my hair from a candle. I like lit a candle at my kid's father's house. and I, It's like a nest candle, so you know those are expensive and smell so good. So I said, I'm fucking taking this shit back. I'm not leaving this at your house. And of course, as I was back packing it up, all the hot wax poured into my hair. Like, funny stuff like that. So it was really lighthearted, which was nice. And I think a lot of other people had that lighthearted experience. And... Then, what else happened? Something else, I was supposed to go to Lancaster and didn't realize that everything was closed on Lancaster, duh. And then that night, I was doing a full moon ritual, and I was looking in my mirror, and one of the things I was doing is going into all the fears that have been coming up for me in my life, and I've been saying the opposite in front of this mirror. Like, I've been focused or worried about death, because that keeps coming up, because there's a lot of things happening in my life around that, so I just kept speaking of the word life. Life. Life, and then I have this book. You know, we all have spiritual books just lying around everywhere, and I've been meaning to pick up this one because I love to take baths as my healing. It said like fifty bath rituals. It's a great book, fifty bath rituals. And I'm looking. I had a green candle, so I wanted to do some sort of, you know, ceremony with a green candle. Lo and behold, I've never opened this book. Maybe years ago. I don't even know how I got it. Probably one of my ex-husbands. And brought it in. I opened the book. I'm looking through and all of a sudden this page is folded and I open it and it was like right away it says you need a green candle. I'm like, okay, sold. And it's, it's Archangel Metatron, which I don't work a lot with the Archangels, but someone had brought that up to me before years ago that did. It it works well with Gemini placements. So that's interesting. Guys, wait, I go to get into the bath to start this, flip the book upside down kind of by accident and out falls a Gemini sticker. I'm not even joking a Gemini sticker I took a picture of it I'm going to post it on my story for when people listen to it so you can see a Gemini sticker I mean it doesn't get any more synchronistic on a Gemini full moon than that is that not crazy so I went ahead and I did this and also in the book it said when you pray to Metatron it's a this one was specifically about career making like the right proper schedule changes to fit your career and everything, and I have a 10th house Gemini. So that was really fascinating. And just another reminder, when we are open to connecting with the universe, angels, ancestors, and guides, they're there to answer. And they're always answering. We just might shut it off. So that was my full moon stories. I thought you guys would enjoy those. And it was definitely a lighthearted, I hope for a lot of people else, full moon. And you know how I said last week about Mars and the Sun and Sagittarius squaring um, Saturn and Pisces and how it made a lot of when Gemini, when that, those transits were in Gemini and squared Pisces, a lot of Gemini's got sick. And last week, I'm sorry, don't hate me for my Sag placements, I said some of you will get sick. Don't you know I know three other people who got sick with Sag placements and I just ran into, at Whole Foods, one of my friend clients and she's a Sag rising and she's just like, oh my God, last week we, I got so sick with the flu. I didn't say it in my head, like, hey, I made that prediction last week on my show, but, you know, fascinating. So I'm sorry, you know, I don't always like to put that kind of stuff out there in the world, but I was like, I don't know, I'm curious. I just wanted to hear and see what people said, because like I said, when these transits happened with Gemini, a lot of people got sick. So let me, let me stop my rambling and let's, let's go on. So again, this is kind of a lighthearted episode, really. It's not gonna be too long. We're in Sagittarius season. Sag's ruler is Jupiter. So when we wanna get a little bit of an idea of the flavor of the season, where is that sign's ruling planet? So that sign's ruling planet is in Taurus, Venus's sign. And if you remember something, this summer when Venus was retrograding in Leo, it squared um, Jupiter, you know, Sag's, Sag's planet. So there was a lot within that. We know for, especially my Leo's and my Taurus placements, It was a little bit, not a little bit, a lot of bit around restructuring, rethinking, um, understanding, tearing down your ideas of love, intimacy, friendship, joy, pleasure. There was just a bunch of switches, shake-offs, maybe some things that used to bring you joy didn't bring you joy anymore, vice versa. Those type of things were all playing out. Now, now that we're in Sagittarius season, though, after all the disruptions that were brought to a lot of us and the changes around love, happiness, pleasure, this season of Sagittarius season is going to bring some fun back into our lives through, you know, opportunities, through parties, through seeking good, clean fun, which is actually very Jupiterian, kind of seeking that enjoyment, and through seeking deep conversations and deep connections, as well as seeking out more, like I said, spiritual Jupiterian things. I really feel like we're gonna be closing this year out and closing those things out in like a very coming together kind of way and ending this year knowing what makes us happy again or on a strong path towards that happiness and joy or embracing joys again. You get what I'm saying? I feel like since this summer kind of effed things up a little bit there, the end of this year with Sagittarius season, we're really coming full circle there. And so this Sag season should feel more lighthearted, more enjoyable. Again, really finding happiness again, figuring out happiness, kind of figuring out your purpose when it comes to joy and happiness, or even embracing it again. Maybe your mood has switched, or maybe you're bringing back old things that make you happy again. And the number one thing that could be happening is bringing back that spiritual joy, bringing back that self-love and that connection to self. I know from my own experience, when I feel the most miserable, I'm disconnected from myself and not just myself, but like my truths and how I really want to live and express myself. So again, for especially for my Taurus placements, my Leo placements, my fixed signs, kind of like you guys have been getting hard, hit hard these last two years altogether. But I think this season's really going to be, like I said, ah. Uh, okay, I can find happiness again. There is happiness again. There will be this joy. So I'm really excited about that. Now, Friday, Mercury moves into Capricorn. Now, my Capricorn placements, when Mercury enters your sign, you're quicker to problem solving or quicker to a reaction, and in a good way. Um... Instead of overthinking, having anxiety, strategically planning, or just thinking, 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 and not taking action. Which, some of my Capricorns can be. I mean, Capricorns definitely run shit, and because you, you guys know how to work. You love how, having to work. And when it comes to, like, CEO and things like that, it's you're good. It's good to take time to make a decision. And, you know, people that run companies, they need that strategic planning. But when it comes to your personal life, or even sometimes your EQ, there isn't, you know, you're not really, you you get lost when it comes to problem solving. You'll kind of just teeter off or not do anything about it. You're not quick, you know, to reacting the way you should, and sometimes you think a little too much or have too much anxiety. So when Mercury moves there, it kind of speeds you up again with your personal life and in your mind. You know, like I said, instead of overthinking, you're like, oh, you're reacting and thinking and and the result comes out okay when that doesn't usually you guys usually think 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 and then react but there's a little bit of like mercury placements and mercury knows how to think and react at the same time like with one snap of a finger if you can hear me do that and so there's going to be a little bit of that for my capricorn placements now for the rest of us my Mercury people and the, and the other, the air signs, everyone else. For the rest of us, we tend to take um, the energy on now of Capricorn thinking. So we're going to be planning things out a little bit more, which are going to be beneficial for us, for everyone else but Capricorns. We're going to be thinking things through. We're going to do more cautious thinking, which is and cautious talking, which is very natural when Mercury moves into Capricorn and just slow and just slowing down the pace a little bit. And we can be prone during this time to more isolation or just not really feeling like doing anything. And that's not a bad thing. We need to slow down, we need to get cozy, we need to pause. You guys know my winter episodes are coming while I remind you guys of this. And Mercury needs to slow down too. Now, Mercury then when it moves into Capricorn will sextile Pisces. Uh, I'm sorry, sextile Saturn in Pisces. And the sextile is like, if, um, you know, a trine is is the delivery, the grand prize, then the sextile is like the belief in it or the idea of it or the promise of it, if that makes sense. So it's a lighthearted transit. It's not bringing the grand prize, but you're on the way to the grand prize with this. This is a great transit for setting rational boundaries, but it doesn't feel too hard. It's not like painful to set these boundaries exploring boundaries and what those look like with you or someone else, putting the block on unnecessary mental thinking, finally putting the kibosh on the overthinking or the scared thinking or the feared thinking, uh, questioning instead of blindly following something or someone and seeing the truth for what it is. And those are all things that sometimes my Mercury people myself included, don't always do the best. That can sometimes get us into trouble. And same with like, you know, the Pisces energy too. So I think that's gonna be really good transit if we allow that to be, but again, it's gonna be light. These are just things that you're just starting the boundaries, you're just exploring them. You're just putting the the block on this unnecessary thinking. And then we're gonna see when the trine happens, we're gonna see the delivery of all of that mentally, spiritually, and physically. Now, Sunday, like I said, Venus squares Pluto, Venus and Libra moving out, squaring Pluto and Capricorn. So, you know, my um, cardinal signs will be feeling this the most, but in general, it can feel a little cold, stalled energy, kind of solid energy, especially when it comes to love. But, you know, cold, it won't be for everyone. There could be that necessary necessarily cold right like you like I said you need to go inward you need to be introverted so it's more like you're taking your power back by going introverted this can also bring some heavy thoughts or ideas a little bit of sick of it energy um, and you can really see the things that are weighing on you the most that you want to free or end within that, and we're, my Libra placements are really gonna be feeling that the most, honestly. Compared to everyone else, my Libra placements are finally gonna see what's really weighing on them or freeing yourself from that energy, that weighed on energy. Whew, so like I said, wow, I kept it under 16 minutes, pretty much. Uh, these last couple episodes, because there's been so much happening, I feel like I've been pushing 25, 30 minutes, so 16 minutes is pretty good. I hope everyone has a beautiful week. Like I said, we're going to have a nice little reprieve, a little break this week, get it together, and then we'll be back for next week's episode. I love everyone. We're in the holiday cheer, and I'm hoping that you feel cheerful and you feel happy. And here's a little key or a little um, a little hack, you could say, a mind sign hack, mindset hack. If you're not feeling good, you're not feeling right, you're stuck in yourself, call someone else who's doing worse than you and ask them how they are don't speak about you, don't go into all the details of all the shit that you keep complaining about that you've been complaining about, or or sometimes it, it's, you know, real pain, those type of things as well, and call someone who you know is, or talk to someone who's probably doing worse than you, and ask them how they're doing, and don't talk about yourself, and I'm telling you, it's a quick pick-me-up to get you back on your feet within a mindset, a mindset perspective. And that's one of my little mini hacks. I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful week, and I love you all. Goodbye. Funny, I didn't mean to add the laugh track. I accidentally hit that, but laughing all the way.